Folks, let me give you some friendly advice. Do not be the creative who spends thousands and thousands of your hard-earned dollars on equipment each year without spending one penny on your marketing. If there's ever been a time to rise above the noise and do something just a little bit different to impress your leads and wow your clients, I would say now's that time. And my favorite way to do that is by leveraging print promotion using the photography that I am the most proud of. So our amazing friends at Bay Photo Lab have almost every product that you can think of, from magazines to photo books to promo cards that you can leave behind. And listen, if you just want something to dazzle your office or living space at home with, well, they have options for that too. You can get prints and wall displays from basically every style, from canvas to metal to acrylic. And the best part is you can get 25% off your first time order just by going to bayphoto.com, signing up today. They ship everywhere in the world, folks, and all their products look incredible. So do yourself a favor, start leaving an impact, whether it's for your personal memories at home or for your professional marketing at work. Bay Photo Lab, designed by photographers for photographers. What's up? You are listening to Entrepreneurs, a photography podcast designed to help you manifest your best creative life in self-employment. My name is Mike Thur, and I am your host. And on this show, you're going to hear practical perspectives on how to improve your freelancing journey. And beyond that, you're going to hear from other incredible creative professionals about their art, their business, and the lessons that have helped them grow. So thank you so much for joining me. Entrepreneurs starts right now. All right. Welcome to the show. This is episode 129 of Entrepreneurs. My name is Michael Durr, and I am thrilled to have you joining me today. And today I'm going to talk a little bit about goal setting strategy, not from the perspective of an expert, but from the perspective of someone who just watched an amazing movie last night. Okay. I got a free screening of Michael Pena's new film. It's called A Million Miles Away. I think it's going to be on Amazon Prime very, very shortly. But they were actually doing a screening of that. They gave it away, and I'm not one to turn down a free night at the movies. So I got to see it with my wife. I had no idea what it was about, except that it's got Michael Pena, who I love. I think he's such a powerfully empathetic actor in everything that he does. So my wife and I, we go to see the movie, and we find out that it's incredibly touching. It's incredibly inspiring. It is ultimately the true story of a young boy. His name is Jose Hernandez. He grows up as a migrant farm worker. But his dream is actually to become an astronaut, which seems like a ludicrous dream for just about anyone, but certainly for him to get to because of where they came from socially and economically. So we follow this journey of his from childhood to adulthood. And every step of the way, there are successes, but there's also a lot of failures. Okay, And you have to think about it from this perspective, because really getting to NASA in itself as an engineer is highly, highly unlikely. But going one step further, getting to be one of the very, very few NASA people who actually gets to go out into outer space is even more improbable until, of course, he does it, right? Like all the failures, all the rejections, all the setbacks eventually lead him to the ultimate success and he can fulfill his lifelong dream. Now, I apologize. I probably should have said spoiler alert, but honestly, you know it's going to happen the whole movie. You just want to see the journey unfold as it does. But anyways. In this story, Jose's father, who is not a successful man per se, but a very wise man, I would say, introduces his son to five pillars of success, basically an ingredients list for his son to get to where he wants to get to. So I was so inspired by the movie. I was so inspired by the actual list in itself that I wanted to bring these specific ingredients up to all of us because maybe just for a second, our reality could flip 
and potentially reflect the art. Instead of art reflecting reality, we are reflecting the art. So maybe we can apply some of these ideas to our own life. So let me get into it. Ingredient number one, find your goal. Now, this sounds really simple, but find your goal, all right? You have to identify what it is that you want. Otherwise, you're just waiting for a happy accident, right? Like anecdotally speaking, I tend to find that those who do not have set goals in their life usually fall under one or two categories of excuses. They either A, have too many goals, which is going to always muddle your decisiveness, or B, they prefer living day to day and they don't focus too much on the uh, tomorrow aspect of things. Now, I am totally guilty of both, right? I definitely feel overwhelmed with all the options that I'd like to achieve. But I am also very much like a day-to-day, see how it goes, we'll cross that bridge when we get there person by nature, which is probably why I have failed at so many long-term goals over my life, whether it is preparing for a home purchase or setting up my retirement, whatever it might be. And I actually had this opportunity recently to sit down with my father man-to-man. This has not happened over the course of my life many times, but it was a really unique experience to talk to him about everything that he's done in his life, the perspectives that he's had. And one thing that I took away from it is just how uniquely different we are by nature. I mean, he knew exactly what he wanted to study when he was in high school, going into college. He knew his intended career path. He knew he wanted to marry young. He knew he wanted to buy his first piece of property by 25, have his first child at 30, and then have his second one at 32 or 33, get the opportunity to travel the world, create his own business, and ultimately build tremendous wealth. All of those things happen to have come true. Now, yours truly, however, let's just say the apple fell very far from the tree, right? Like I didn't do any of those things. And it's only later in life that I'm actually gaining some of the wisdom that my father tried to instill in me early, but I was too stubborn to actually put into practice. So I would say to echo Jose Hernandez's father, my own father, Simply having the vision, having the goals is a huge first step. It doesn't doesn't seem like it, but you have to find your goal. You have to identify what it is that you actually want in life, in business, in your art, in your career path. Too many people like myself waste so much time trying to find their goal or maybe moving their goal or changing the goal. And perhaps that's an okay thing to do on occasion, but those typically that succeed tend to have a very clear vision of what their goal is first and foremost. Ingredient number two, is know how far you are. All right, so this is an underrated step here, but I actually really like it. You need to know contextually how far you are from that goal and not abstractly, as I would say, like, oh, I'm very far away or I'm getting close. Like really determine how far you are. Are you one big internship away from your goal? Are you one or two high-powered recommendations away? Are you four published images away? Or do you simply have to move to the right city or state? Like truly identify how far away you are. So for instance, in this movie, Jose keeps getting denied to the space program year after year after year. And so his wife, upon discovering that he was even applying in the first place, asks him, what do the other people who get in have that you don't have? And it is only then that he actually realizes that being smart wasn't enough, that having the degree in engineering wasn't enough. Having a master's is not enough. Everyone who applies is at the top of their class anyways. So he realized, well, most of them also speak different languages. They're certified pilots and divers. They have scuba licenses. They're in good physical shape. And he keeps going down this checklist. And by that point, he realizes this is how far he actually is from his goal. So I recommend asking yourself the same question. You know, identify the people who are achieving what you want and ask yourself, what do they have that I don't have? 
Is it equipment that you can't afford yet? Is it education you have yet to seek? Is it a website you have yet to create or a portfolio that you need to build? What is it that they have that you don't? This leads to ingredient number three, which is to draw your roadmap. All right, so whatever you don't have right now should act as the stepping stones for your roadmap. Now, as I mentioned before, I never drew up a roadmap for myself, and maybe I should have, but hopefully you're earlier in your journey than I am. And if you're not, hopefully you'll learn, just like me, how to start to be a little bit more intentional going forward. So what does a roadmap look like? Well, I quickly Googled it, and the first description that came up actually sounded pretty darn good. So I'll just read it to you. So they say, a good career map template should be easy to use and to understand. I would agree. It should break down measurable career objectives, assess a current or particular skill and competencies, and outline action items and work habits to achieve those goals. All right, so let's break that down. First thing they said is measurable career objectives. So you know how when you find a job on Indeed or whatever website that you're looking through, and it says the prerequisites are a four-year college degree or two years experience in marketing, things like that. Well, if you need two years of experience working in a studio, Before you can get the job that you really want, then you need to jot that down. If you need three years working for a college sports team before you can get bumped up to the NFL level, well, then you need to jot that down. These are the definitive blueprints for you. Next up, they say assess a current or a particular set of skills. That makes all the sense in the world. If you're trying to be the photographer for Louis Vuitton, then you might need a variety of skill sets to market, such as studio photography, product photography, archiving, lifestyle, running a studio, Capture One, Photoshop, all of those things. And then lastly, they bring up action items and work habits, right? So what do you have to ingrain now to end up into that position? So take, for example, some photography jobs out there just require more physical demands than other jobs. So I believe if you want to get to that level, don't just focus on the art, focus also on your conditioning. Can you hang with the uh, 24-year-olds running up and down the sideline? Can your body handle the weight that you're currently holding? Or do you need to bulk up or slim down? If you're an aspiring nature or landscape photographer, and you're not a morning person, well, then maybe you need to start readjusting your habits. Start setting the alarm a little bit earlier each and every day until eventually you become an honorary member of the 5am club, right? Like I asked earlier, what do successful people have that you don't? Maybe the appropriate question is, what are they doing that you aren't doing? Moving on to ingredient number four, if you don't know how, then learn. All right, so there is no limit in what we can learn, but there is often a limit in terms of what many of us think is actually possible. So have you ever heard someone dismiss something really quickly like, oh, I could never do that, or that's out of my depths? Well, Jose Hernandez in his middle ages learned how to fly a plane and speak Russian. So I'm not accusing others of making too many excuses, but I don't think we give ourselves enough of a chance either. We don't believe in ourselves enough. If you don't know how to shoot video, there are resources out there to learn. If you don't know how to improve your website, well, there are pros that can help you out. If you don't know how to market your work, there are programs that can literally teach you. Now, is it daunting? Of course it is. It's meant to be. But consistent learning over time should be tied to your job description identity forever. Okay, not just upfront when we first get the job. I feel like many people after a certain point, they just want to coast off of what they've already learned. But that's why so many of us only get as far as we've gotten. We stop learning. We see ourselves as the experts because we have 10 years, 20 years, 30 years of experience on the job. Well, keep learning. The marketplace expands. It evolves. 
new tools come out, new strategies, new demands, new artistic preferences. Whatever you don't know how to do, learn. So the last ingredient, number five, when you think you've made it, you probably have to work harder. Now, it's no surprise that one of the major themes of this movie is persistence. By all measures, Jose Hernandez was a highly successful person. He earned multiple degrees, career in engineering, and a job at NASA. But to go from being a NASA engineer to one of the very select few to get the call to shuttle a spacecraft into outer space is like going from AAA to starting Game 7 of the World Series. Like It's that much of a jump. So sometimes that's the journey. Like One of my favorite things is when I watch actors who you've maybe seen in bit parts before, all of a sudden get a great role in their mid-50s or something, and then they become a household name. Now, there might be a little bit of luck involved in that, but really, they've been grinding in Hollywood for like 30 years as bit players until something came along that really fit them well. And this does not have to apply to just work. It can apply to life. So for example, I married the woman of my dreams. Now, does that mean I coast from here on out? Does that mean it's on easy street going forward? I'm on autopilot, no need to work on myself or the relationship. I mean, it's a rhetorical question. You know the answer. So I don't need to respond to that. But just understand that each client might be the same way. Each job might be the same way. There's always someone aching to take your job. There's always someone capable of doing the job better or maybe even doing it cheaper. So if you get to a point where you feel like you're irreplaceable, just know that you aren't. You're always replaceable. Keep working, keep improving, keep learning, keep giving your attention to your job and to your clients and to your craft. So check this movie out. I enjoyed it a lot. I cried a little bit because I'm an emotional sap, but I always enjoy when people have roadmaps and have tenets for success. As someone who has never been that calculated or measured in my life, I really admire those who are, and I try to take a little bit from them into my own life. So again, it's called A Million Miles Away. It's on Amazon Prime. Thank you guys for tuning in. Hope your roadmap leads you to great success, great joy, and great fulfillment. So thank you guys for tuning in. I will see you all next week. This episode of Entrepreneurs was brought to you by Bay Photo Lab. First-time orders receive 25% off on any professional photo printing product or service. Yes, I said 25%. Just go to bayphoto.com to browse the amazing selection of gifts, prints, and displays. That's bayphoto.com once again. Thank you all for tuning in, and we'll see you next week.